Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Marriage by Molly Swap podcast. These podcasts are tailored to help save a relationship at a time, a marriage at a time, a home at a time, and a family at a time. Let's make forever a reality and not a myth. Welcome to the Marriage by Molly Swap podcast. Let the healing begin. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Marriage by Moiswap podcast. I'm here again trying to give you tidbits on how to save a home at a time, a relationship at a time, and a marriage at a time, and also heal a broken heart at a time. And as always, I like I have done in the previous episodes, I have always, always used the Bible because I, I believe, I mean, that's the greatest book ever written on the face of the earth. So we've been studying on Genesis and I'm still going to use the very first couple that that came into creation, that's Adam and Eve. So um, the last podcast we had spoken about how how they had disobeyed God and then how God um, had confronted each one of them. That's um, Adam, Eve and the serpent and each person was casting the blame on the other person instead of taking responsibility for their actions. And we did mention that that was the very first um, scenario of the blame game <laughs> that we have all that we have all either um participated in or been guilty of so um now i'm going to talk about forgiveness i know i know this there can be no marriage and no relationship without forgiveness but as always i'm going to use the very first couple like i said earlier on so um adam had just finished blaming eve instead of taking responsibility or shielding her uh, you know he had blamed god to that the woman you have given me gave me the fruits to eat and then eve too says oh it's the serpent you made that made me um eat this fruit and all that and you know we all know how god read them that riot act and the consequences of their actions was visited on them but also we do we did not mention last week but it is in the bible that um and he had to god chased them out of the garden of eden you know and um, because he he knew that the tree of life was still there and because trust had been broken in between their relationship god had entrusted both adam and eve to live in that garden without touching the tree of good and evil now that they had broken that trust he was not going to trust them any further by leaving them in there and saying okay maybe they won't eat the the tree from the tree of um life you know and he didn't want that because sin had been introduced into their soul and into their spirit and into their life so he didn't want to have to deal with with that but you know what i'm going to draw out from this before talking about forgiveness is god is an amazing 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 being you know we all know how in the bible he sent his son to die for us and you know his his son jesus knew no sin you know and he was actually the incarnate of god himself coming in the shape of man to sacrifice his blood so that we could live blameless and enter into a deep relationship with god now when you see the heart of that kind of God, that kind of father, 
you know, that kind of being, how much he desires intimacy with us, how, how he's working our salvation and redemption. And yet there were consequences to the actions of Adam and Eve. Even after he, he sent them out of the garden, you know, he still covered their nakedness. Their nakedness did not bother God, but because they had seen themselves naked and he bothered them, that was enough for God, even though they had irked him. Now, why am I going through all the, why am I going through this great length of explaining, you know, how gracious and forgiving God is? Because in understanding the grace and the depths of the forgiveness he has bestowed upon us, and he even showed the very first couple that he made, we would understand the expectations placed on us in relationship with one another more so in our marriages as husband and wife. You know, that's the kind of grace he expects us to show one another, even when we're wronged. So um, going further now, they had left the garden, but they had to deal with the consequences of blaming each other and the guilt. I dare envision Eve feeling super guilty about, oh my goodness, what have I done? What have I done? And now we don't even, we can't stay in the garden anymore, you know. And I can imagine the silence between the both of them, you know. And Adam thinking, oh dear, I should have, I should not have taken that fruit. I knew better. Or, oh gosh, how am I going to be without my relationship with my father? You know, how I'm going to miss the beauty of the garden. And what I'm trying to draw, the parallel I'm trying to draw between the garden and marriage is, the garden was practically paradise. And you see, when we get married sometimes, it's like the honeymoon phase. We we just, we think that's what's going to be true out forever and ever and ever. And of course, all the romance movies women watched growing up and the, the books they read, Mills and Bones and all that. I've forgotten her name anyway. I think Dennis Robbins and one other lady. It didn't help matters. We all have all this kind of unrealistic idea of what marriage is, you know, because that is what the world has painted. But guess what? The honeymoon phase, as nice as it is, it is a phase. Eventually, we're going to have to deal with the reality and the nitty gritty of everyday living. And so now they had left the garden they had to deal with the consequences of their actions, just like how a young couple, you know, the honeymoon phase is over, and now they have to deal with the fact that, you know, the gooey eyes are not constant, and they have to deal with traffic wherever they are, or some boss wherever they are, or even housing problems like Adam and Eve had to deal with. You know, life just comes at people, and of course, there are arguments, just like we had said last week, where the blame game had been played. You you expected this person to shield you or to cover you. You expected your spouse to know better. And instead, because you were trying to stick by your spouse and there are consequences beyond your control, you know, and life just keeps coming. And we know that, you know, that we know that phrase that says, when it rains, it pours. And sometimes there's so much pressure on the home and on, on the marriage. But here is what I'm going to see. In the very next chapter, Genesis chapter 4, after the blame game had been played, guess what? They said, 
And Adam was intimate with Eve and she conceived and that was when she had Cain and Abel. What am I trying to say? There was forgiveness involved. Yes, he had blamed her. He had blamed her. He didn't shield her. Yes, yes, she had somehow lured him by her ignorance and her foolishness to eat that fruit. And, you know, they had both disappointed God and God was away, um, upset with them. Their relationship with God had been broken. Adam would have to till the ground. Just like how sometimes life happens. There's strife, there's pressure, there's just so much happening. There might even be accommodation problem or employment problem. You know, that business deal is just not going through or that job is just not going through or like the serpent was in coming in between them. There's just a stranger coming in between, you know, the home or the relationship or the marriage. Adam and Eve made it true because the very next chapter, the very next chapter, after all the drama that ensued in the chapter before, they said, and Adam had intercourse. He was intimate. He made love to Eve. Two things I would draw from there. They had put that behind them. They had put it behind them. Don't you see? And you know, I'm not belittling anything that might be such a burden or a source of grief or a, or some form of pressure on your marriage. I'm not going to belittle that. But I'm trying to tell you that sometimes forgiveness and putting the past behind in the past and not letting the pressure of the past break up the relationship of the marriage is key. Guess what? When Adam was intimate with Eve, the same God they had broken relationship with, the same God who was disappointed and had said, okay, you know what? You have to leave the garden. He, he was the one that blessed their intimacy. So if God, our maker, who created them, who gave them this amazing life, this amazing place to live, everything at their beck and call, did not hold their disobedience in unforgiveness against them. He covered their nakedness. He still blessed their intimacy with the fruit of the womb and not one child. And if Eve could let go of Adam, not standing up for her or protecting her, and Adam could let go of the fact that now he had to work so hard tilling the ground and he wasn't blaming Eve anymore for oh it's your fault that the landlord kicked us out or oh it's your fault that my dad isn't isn't happy with us somehow they had walked through the murk of the mistakes and the hurts they had caused each other and they were making it work you know sometimes we just have to decide that the past is not going to have power to wreck our present or our future it just has to be like you know a decision and there's going to be so much hurt if you want to spend the rest of your life with your spouse be prepared it's going to be so 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 much hurt when you see people who've been married for decades it's not because it has always been hockey dory or they've always been in the god in in paradise it's just two people who have decided to walk through the nitty-gritty of what is called a relationship with and flowing with a lot of forgiveness and keeping the past in the past and you know that's all i ask of course when there's no physical abuse involved of course, when there's no endangering of life, I am saying you have to learn to forgive the way 
God showed forgiveness to Adam and Eve. I'm not even talking about Jesus now. I'm talking about Adam and Eve, the very first couple we've been following in the podcasts that I have been talking about. And the way both of them moved on from the mess they had made and they moved forward. We need to learn to move forward too. That's all I'm trying to say. And of course, moving forward is not, it's not one party's decision. It has to be both. Both husband and wife have to put on their big boy and big girl pants and decide that, you know what? No matter how tough it gets, I have chosen you and I will keep choosing you. If God doesn't give up on me and doesn't give up on us and never does, then I'm never going to give up on you. So this is the end of the podcast. I hope I was able to help you see some things in a way you hadn't seen them before, to understand some things and to kind of have some more hope, you know, towards the the situation you might be facing. And for those of us who aren't facing such situations, to better equip us to be able to handle whatever might be coming our way. Keep listening, keep tuning in to Marriage by Moisture podcast. So that's, uh, so today, this is where I'm going to end today's podcast. I think I really enjoy following the story of um, Adam and Eve, you know, because it just opens our eyes to so much. So here I am saying bye-bye again, and I hope you did have a nice time with me. If you have any questions or any source of the, uh, any topic of discussion in what I have said, please send me a mail. You know how to reach me. Moiswap at gmail at gmail.com. Yes. So bye-bye till we release the net, next podcast. Please take good care of yourself. And remember, forgiveness you receive from God, give the same forgiveness back to your spouse. See you later.